Father in heaven, it's a privilege to come into your courts with praise and through your gates with thanksgiving. And today, we're thankful for life. And where there's life, there's hope. There's hope in Jesus. For in you we live, move, and have our being. Encourage us, revive, and reform us, we pray. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Greetings, salutations. Welcome to this Midday Power Surge, Wednesday, June 10th, 2020. This is your spiritual oasis on this pilgrim journey as we are journeying home. And friends, I am anxious to see my Savior. I can't wait to go home with Jesus Christ. Are those your sentiments? If so, my friends, send in the amens. Welcome one, welcome all to this midday power surge. Those of you who are live, Bible students, Brenda, Michelle, Norma, Ernie, Jason, Richard, Delrio, Angel. All right, friends, Christine, welcome one, welcome all, Andrew, welcome all to this midday power surge. Friends, I want to begin this important midday power surge by bringing your attention firstly to Matthew 24, where Christ is giving signs that would precede his second advent. And the first thing Christ said is that let no man deceive you. That's Matthew 24, verse 3, and verse 4, and the deception is rife in society. First, we heard, I'm going to start off with the current events. Then I'm going to segue into the practical work of preparation. For midday power surge, it's not just about current events, all right? And that's for the first-time viewers, the regular supporters, members of Save to Serve and Prophesy Again, you are well aware of that. Take a look at this, my friends. Look at this headline. CDC says, COVID-19 not caught easily from surfaces. Think about that. And 40%, just stop right there. Just stop right there, my friends. And again, this is the deception that we're seeing. Now, this came out May 22nd, 2020. I have been sitting on this article for quite some time. But something significant came out yesterday, which led me to revisit this article. Now, again, should we not be hygienic? Should we not practice health, especially based from scripture? Oh yes, washing hands, cleaning your home, your surrounding. The Bible confirms and upholds these hygienic practices. My point here is this. Why the convoluted statements? And the masses are held captive to the whims and deceptions of the CDC. Now, again, they have held us captive to this point. They are forcing us to clean our churches. 
mandating offices. This place, that place must be thoroughly sanitized. And now they're telling us, back to the screen, son, CDC says COVID-19 not caught easily from surfaces. Then why all these mandates stripping away our freedoms? That's the point I want to drive home. In another sense, they told us when the COVID-19 began, wear masks, then they tell us no masks. Or firstly, no masks will be required. Then they said, no masks are required. Then they went on to say that lockdown of the whole society, quarantining people, shut them down, is important for your health. Then they came out and say, I believe it was Mr. Fauci who said, clearly, he stated that the lockdown is causing people to become sick. Which is it? These people are discombobulated. And we are at their mercy. Not we, but those who are naive. My friend, it's time to wake up. Now let's take a look at this, what came out yesterday. That was CDC. Now we come to the World Health Organization. Listen to what she says. She said, this is Dr. Maria. She says, COVID-19 asymptomatic transmission is very rare. What? Take a look at this. The second part of your question is, what proportion of asymptomatic individuals actually transmit? So the way that we look at that is we look at, um, they need, these individuals need to be followed carefully um, over the course of uh, when they're detected and looking at secondary transmission. We have a number of reports from countries who are doing very detailed contact tracing. They're following asymptomatic cases, they're following contacts, and they're not finding secondary transmission onward. It's very rare. And that not, m much of that is not published in the, in the literature. Mm, 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 mm. Do you know what many individuals would tell us? Those who support these underhanded, sinister plots? and sinister movements? Well, that's just how science works. My friends, the Bible calls such science, science falsely so-called. And we have gone through invasive contact tracing, invasive blood drawing from people's homes. People are removed from their homes, asymptomatic, What's the difference between, here's my question, asymptomatic and pre-symptomatic? And for Dr. Maria from World Health Organization to say that it is very rare. Now, she didn't say it is rare. Very rare. Why the very? Think about that, my friends. I want to say something. Could it be death from COVID-19 is also very Rear, and that the numbers have been skewed, inflated, and we don't have over a hundred thousand people who have died from COVID 19 in the states, America. I'm talking about why the lockdowns then? Why were our rights trampled upon 
Why? It's all about fear and fear and more fear tactics. Travel was, has been restricted. And now is coming forced vaccination. Do you know what comes to my mind? The statement in Great Controversy, page 589. Those same physicians, benefactors, philanthropists who claim we want to take care of America's health and the health of the world's population. They're the same ones who are bringing disease and disaster until populous cities are reduced to roaming and desolation. It's a deception, my friends. And now they're talking about pandemic number two and pandemic number three, the second wave and the third wave. Since they are so confused in this so-called first wave, can we deduce that we should expect more confusion in the second and third waves of a pestilence? Let's move on. So we covered CDC, we covered the World Health Organization. Is there a connection with Bill Gates and Melinda Gates? Look at this, my friends. This is June 4th, 2020, Time Magazine. Headline says, Melinda Gates lays out her biggest concern for the next phase. Her biggest concern, underscore that, in her the next phase for the COVID-19 pandemic. What is this article all about? Melinda Gates made a connection between the murder of George Floyd with COVID-19 killing black people. Yes, friends, she went there. You know what I'm talking about. The murder of George Floyd with COVID-19 killing black people. And then she says, Black people, black people should be first in line. You heard me correctly. Black people, colored people should be first in line to receive the forced vaccination because we know it is going to be mandatory. The colored race must be vaccinated first even before people with underlying Conditions, meaning sicknesses. Are you telling me the black people are so endangered that they should receive vaccination even before other people who have underlying sicknesses? What is going on here, friends? Look at this. Here it is, my friends. Gates, red words on top. It says... It says, what happened to George Floyd was brutal and horrible and should never happen to anyone anywhere. She made the connection. This is a moment of reckoning in the United States. Even before we saw the senseless death, COVID-19, meaning the, the death of George Floyd, COVID-19 had already started to show us gaps and structural problems in our country. We are seeing black men die at a disproportionate rate. Do you see it now, friends? We know the way out of COVID-19 will be a vaccine. 
And I'm going to show you later on where Bill Gates actually said, you have no choice in receiving the coming vaccine, vaccination to combat COVID-19 and other pestilences. It goes on. Then she said, the Gates said, the first people, underscore that, the first people that need this vaccine are the 60 million healthcare workers around the world. Then we will start tears, levels. Who comes next? First people, health workers. Look at this now. In the same group, she says, in the United States, that would be black people next. Black people next. Then she said, quite honestly, and many other people of color, colored people are in the first group to receive forced mandated vaccination. Let's read on. Black people are next. The colored people. Then she said, they, have, they are having disproportionate effects from COVID-19. From there, people with underlying health conditions. And then, people who are older. Those, watch this now. Those are the ones who all need it first. So, who are in that first group? Healthcare workers. Then she said, the black people, the colored people. Then she said, come back, Christian, blue words, people with underlying health conditions. And then people who are older. I want to ask you a question. Have the, have the gates told us that vaccination will be used for depopulation? Do you see the irony and the convoluted arguments from the gates? Oh, the senseless killing of George Floyd, a black man. And oh, we need now to make sure the black people receive the vaccination first. Wink, 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 wink. The, the vaccination is for depopulation. Do you see it, friends? Do you see that? And it's so sad, very unfortunate, that many of the colored people and other races who are protesting and others who are rioting, we want to preserve the colored race, are the same ones who would say, here's my arm, here are our arms, plunge that needle, squeeze that vaccine in our arms is the same group who would say we support planned parenthood planned parenthood i'll come back to that look at this my friend the same bill gates i won't spend much time playing that video again but the words are right there sanjay gupta interviewing bill gates uh past that and bill gates Vaccine is for depopulation. We have success on it. And the, the Won't play that. Well, let me get his words right. There. We have success on it. And the, the benefits there in terms of reducing sickness, reducing the population growth, it really allowed. All right. There it is, friends. Reducing the population growth. That's headed up. Pass. And then we're told in Great Controversy, page 589, the statement is there. 
Move on, my friends. What happened in Italy? Thank you. What happened in Italy? They said lawmakers their demands. Bill Gates be arrested for crimes against humanity. What crimes against humanity? Pause the video and read that, my friends. That Bill Gates is using vaccine as a globalist tool to depopulate the world. Yet others can't see it, friends. They're blind or they're willingly blind. It's a holy inquisition of false science. By the way, do you know that Anthony Fauci, the so-called doctor, stated that what the World Health Organization said, that asymptomatic COVID-19, asymptomatic transmission is very weird. He came out and rebutted that. That it is, uh, it, is, uh, it is not factual. Do you see the confusion there, my friends? The confusion? Then, the article I also shared which said that COVID-19 is not easily spread on surfaces. Other articles came out and said that is not factual. Who should we believe? What should we believe? It's the Hegelian dialectic. Create the chaos, the confusion, and drive them to our solution. Total control, a dystopian society. Move on. It goes on. I'll come back to this. Treating the world as a guinea pig and slaves. Look at that, friends. This woman, excoriated lawmaker from Italy, calling the gates slave masters. And yet... The gates are saying, oh, the senseless killing of George Floyd. Can you see it? Wink, wink. The gates are saying, wink, wink. Huh. Look at this, friends. It goes on. Criminal charges should be laid against Bill Gates. The, the Gates Foundation. All right, friends. Let's Do you remember what happened in Nigeria? There it is, my friends. Where is Nigeria? What continent does Nigeria reside in if you get my point it's africa africa hmm. come back here nigerian opposition party claims bill gates tried try him tried to bribe politicians to pass health bill what was in this health bill my friends there it is compulsory vaccination there it is, my friends, Bill Gates saying, you have no choice in this vaccination. Do you remember the Tuskegee experiment, students of history in America? Tuskegee experiment. Remember that. Come back. And, and by the way, the economic I don't want to him. I mean, Get off my screen. And by the way, remember, my friends. The Gates Foundation, Bill and Melinda, are especially Bill Gates, are connected to the eugenicists, eugenics, Margaret Sanger. Don't forget that, my friends. And then they're telling us, oh, the senseless killing. We are mostly Planned Parenthood clinics. Where are they located? Hmm? Which... which which districts in these cities? Tell me, my friends. Can you see what's happening here? Think about that. 
and they're acting as if they're all for the colored race. Let's vaccinate them first, even before those who have underlying sicknesses. When since race trumps those who have underlying sicknesses in the context of receiving health care. Race? <laughs> this is humorous if we did not know any better. This is tragic, a travesty, appalling, unconscionable, my friends. It is a disaster. By the way, the gates are linked with the, the world superpowers, the moneyed men of the earth, the Rockefellers, and so on. Even the Pope of Rome. So my friends, where is the remonstration? By the way, where are the protests against the papacy and uh, eugenics and so on? And most of these so-called colored people, they love their Planned Parenthood. And yet they march and protest against the other deception. Look at this, my friends. Move on quickly. And we're told, Popery wants to overthrow our liberties. And who is in bed with the papacy? There it is, my friends. The Gates, Bill Gates Foundation, Hillary Clinton. Whether you want to go Republican or Democrat. It's right there on the screen, my friends. Clear as day. All right, friends, move on. Which meeting? The Bilderberg meeting. The men of renown the scripture talks about. The merchants of the earth. Revelation 18 two and three, with the papacy. All right, friends. And what said Abraham Lincoln about the Jesuits and our rights and freedoms? But oh, you want to protest, riot, and yet you leave the other undone. The protest against the papacy, against the merchants of the earth, the eugenicists. But you see, friends, we have been programmed by the media. And we have taken the wrong side. We are blinded. Let me move on. Leviticus, go there with me. Leviticus chapter 14. Leviticus chapter 14, my friend. You think I'm going to stop there? No, I shall not. If I don't speak about so many words on my mind, on my tongue. If I don't speak about practical preparation, it would be a neglect on my part in the sight of God. So we are speaking about the pestilence, the plague called COVID-19. I want to tell you something. There is another plague, the chief plague, the greatest plague, which is sin. Live Bible students, put that down. And the Bible connects sin with the plague of leprosy. Look with me. Leviticus chapter 14. The Bible tells us. Please, friends, take your writing instruments. Leviticus 14, and look at verse 33 through verse 35. Just as you paid attention in the first 20 minutes, pay attention now, friends. Please, I beg of you. All right? In verse 33 through verse 35, the Bible says there was a plague of leprosy in the house. Put that down. The plague of leprosy in the house. Next question. Who does the Bible say placed the plague of leprosy in the house? The Bible tells us in verse 33 
And ver verse 34, it was the Lord. Now surely, God is not talking about a literal house today with leprosy in a house or what we would call um, mold in a house. God is talking about another house. What would a house represent, my friends, in prophecy for the last days? A house, literally, is where you reside. Secondly, a house represents a church. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. And a house also represents our bodies, the temples of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 and verse 20. And 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 and verse 17. God put the plague of leprosy in the house. Again, church, your literal home, and your bodies. My friends, if that sounds strange to you, a nuance, like an aberration, why would the Lord put the plague of leprosy in a house? Does he not want a house to thrive? My friends, God is teaching us a lesson. In the last days, will God again put a plague upon a house, upon people? Yes. What plague is that, my friends? The seven last plagues. Write down Revelation chapter 14, verse 9, verse 10. Revelation chapter 15. Verse 1, Revelation chapter 16, verse 1 through verse 2. Upon whom those who receive the mark of the beast worship falsely. Do you see the connection now? Then the Bible says, my friends, in verse number 35, who was the person who reported that there was a plague of leprosy in the house. The Bible tells us it was the owner. Verse 35. The owner declared, reported that there was a plague of leprosy. Let's put down. Who would the owner represent in the primary sense that must declare a plague of leprosy is in the house? Who would the owner represent? Put it down. The What now? All right, my wife said, the owner would represent Jesus in the primary sense. Let's make sense of this. Is Christ the chief owner? Yes. Write down Isaiah chapter 1, verse 2, Christian. Verse 3, the Bible tells us the animals know their master and their owner. But Israel... God's people do not know their owner. Ah, does it make sense? Yes. And the second scripture, I, uh, no, 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 no. I'll come back to Isaiah. I see why my mind went to Isaiah. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19, verse 20. Whose are we? By creation and by redemption on the cross. Whose are we? We belong to God. Christ is our owner. If that's clear, send in the amens. The owner declares the plague of leprosy is in the house. Write this down, my friends. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 2, verse 3. The owner 
What says verse 18? Jesus now says, Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, who declares and reports sin is in the house, the church, the home, in the heart, it is Jesus. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be made white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be made as wool. Look at this statement, my friends. Volume 4. Let's begin with the, the desire of ages. Page 30 says, watch carefully. Through affliction, God reveals to us the plague spots in our characters. Who does that? That by his grace, we may overcome our faults. So who reports that there's sin in the life? It is God, Christ, my friends. It says, second quotation, Christ's object lessons, page 392. It says, Jesus, red words, Jesus showed the rich young ruler, the young man, the plague spot. Don't forget that word spot. The plague spot in his character. Even selfishness. Are you selfish, my friends? It's time for self-examination. Third quotation. God would have his servants become acquainted with the moral machinery of their own hearts. Why is that so, my friends? Why does Christ have to declare and show us the plague spot of sin in our lives? Why? Because we don't even know our hearts. We are self-deceived by nature. That's why Jeremiah chapter 17 and verse number 9 says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. And who can know it? Come back to the screen now. Blue words. Third quotation. God would have his servants become acquainted with the moral machinery of their own hearts. We do not know our own hearts, my friends. Secondly, who would the owner represent? So should we thank God that he's our owner and that he wants to reveal to us the plague spot in our lives? Thank you, Jesus, for being our owner and showing us the plague spot in our lives. For what purpose? That by his grace, we may overcome our fault. Can I overcome? Can I be healed? Can you overcome? Can you be healed? Yes, my friend. In the secondary sense, who do you think the owner represents in the secondary sense? Live Bible students, the owner would also represent the parents because the house is where people reside. Yes, my friends, look at this statement, volume 5, page 327. From top, parents are responsible for the work coming from their hands. Who, friends? Parents. Blue words, they are to train their children. For usefulness by developing their God-given talents. A failure to do this should not be winked at. All right, friends. Why? For it will bring the curse of God on the parents 
and a reproach and grievous trials and difficulties on the church. Red words, a moral leprosy that is contagious more than COVID-19 and other pestilences, polluting the bodies and souls of the youth often results from a failure to discipline and restrain the young. And it is time that something was done to check its ravages. And what says Jeremiah 13 and verse number 20? What question will God ask fathers? What question will God ask parents, mothers? Jeremiah 13 verse 20. Where is the flock? That beautiful flock. I have given unto thee. Do I see my need, Father? Fathers, do you see your need? Mothers, parents, do you see your need? Midday power surge, come to Jesus. He'll give you wisdom, the right words, duties. So your home will be cleansed of the leprosy of sin. So that as parents, we can repeat the words of Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 13. Read those words. They are for your salvation. Now, my friends, come back. Leviticus chapter 14. The Bible tells us in verse number 36. I'll close right here. My time is up. I'll close right here and come back with a part two. The Bible tells us in verse 36. That somebody came to examine the house. I'll cover the church later on in part two. I'm simply addressing now the, the, the home, which is a house, the home church. I'll come to the corporate church next. The home church, your house, and your person, your bodies. The Bible tells us it was the priest that came to examine the house. The home church... And the bodies. What is Christ teaching us? Who is that primary priest? It's Jesus. The heavenly high priest. Hebrews chapter 4. Verse 14. Through verse 16. How many houses? How many home churches? How many husbands? Wives. Fathers. Mothers. Sons. Daughters will be examined how many all right friends every single one of us write these scriptures down your homework second corinthians chapter 5 and verse 10 romans chapter 14 verse 10 verse 12 ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 13 verse 14 we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. The judgment seat of Christ. And we're not saved in groups. Let's close. Let's close. Ephesians, go there with me. Do you remember I told you not to forget the, the plague spot? What are we told as I close in Ephesians chapter 5? And verse 25 through verse 27, husbands, love your wives. 
even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for the church. Why? Verse 26, that he might sanctify it and cleanse it. With what, my friends? With the washing of water by the word. Verse 27, that he might present it to himself. A glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy. And what, friends? Without blemish. The 144,000, God's remnant, without spot. What spot? The plague spot of sin. What a connection. Now, now my friends, if you miss this, you miss everything. Pastor, where do I begin? It's one word. It's in the title. And don't forget we put more important information in the pinned comment in the description box below. One word is submit. Because remember, verse 21 of chapter 5 of Ephesians, the whole thing begins with Christ saying, Submit yourselves one to another in the fear of God before we can submit to each other as husband and wife, children with parents. We must first submit to God. Submit is the key. Once I submit, once we submit, then Jesus can wash, cleanse, justify, sanctify, then have a glorious church, then glorify. I say if you don't want to say it, amen. To God be the glory, great things he has done. The key word is submit. Oh, back to my wonderful book. Steps to Christ. Submit. What chapters would be synonymous to that word submit? What chapters, my friends? Chapter 3 and chapter 4. Repentance. Thanks, Christian. Repentance and even confession. Submit. But before we can submit, repent, confess, we must first experience those first two chapters. God's love for man. Yes, son. And our need, the sinner's need of Christ. That's your homework. Send in your prayer requests. We'll come back for part two. Father in heaven, we thank you for midday power surge, the warning, the instructions to righteousness. Save us, we pray. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Maranatha.